three, two, one. Hello, welcome back to Punk Podium Podcast. It has been a long time, but I am kicking off the uh, summer of the podcast, you know, a month or two late, but no big deal. Just took a long break, if you can call it that, um, of not recording much and also not having people to record with and also, um, what is it? not wanting to record, blah, 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 just kind of get out of it for a while, um, but uh, we're back, I have a whole roadmap planned out, a lot of things are going to be happening this summer, uh, notably, there's going to be a miniseries coming up in a little bit, um, alright, Aiden should be joining us in a second, uh, but that's about, that's going to be at the end of the summer and starting the school year, um, at least for my school, but um, yeah, we had a lot of stuff planned. Uh, today is going to be a little bit more of a laid-back episode. Um, I just have one guest as of right now. His name is Lucas. Hello, I'm Lucas. And then uh, I think our co-host should be joining us in a few moments. Um, he's just running a little late. No big deal. Um, but yeah, today we're talking about the biblical... Uh, four types of love and the four types of law. Um, and uh, Aiden actually brought this topic up to me. You know, we, we, t we got hopped in a call and wrote some notes down and got everything got everything sorted. Um, and I think it could be actually a really interesting episode. So I'm just going to start off by explaining um, the topic. Welcome, Aiden. Aiden just joined the call. Oh, hello. Hello. Perfect. He's here. All right. Well, Aiden, I'm just explaining the uh, four types of love and the four types of law right now. So um, we'll, we're going to start with love, and then we can um, go into our quote-unquote debate or discussion, whatever you want to call it. Um, the essential questions for today are, which of the four is most important to you? Um, which is most important morally? And then, can these be separated from the Bible? Um, so, yeah, that's that. Um, and that last question basically means, uh, does this just apply to Christianity or should atheists not believe it in it or not? But those are the essential questions. Um, but we're going to go straight into it. Uh, the four types of love are storgi, philia, eros, and agape. Storgi is basically family love. So the love you have for your mother and the love you, your mother has for you, um, or, Actually, I think I'm getting that wrong. Storgi is more like uh, like brotherly or like cousins, more like friendly family or like really close friends. Um, philia is for friendship, so that pretty much explains itself. Eros is romantic, uh, and agape is selfless love, and that basically means, um, you know, someone willing to sacrifice themselves for the person they love, like you know, a mother willing to sacrifice herself for her child. Um, stuff like that. So, um, I'm just going to go straight to the first question. Personally, the one that's most important to me, uh, is probably Storgi because although it's described as being family love, it also applies to like really close friends and, you know, certain friendships are much stronger than others and you value them more than others. 
Um, so I personally find that that most important. And then I would probably say, um, at least to me, um, and then I would say probably uh, Eros or Romantic Love, and then maybe Philia, and then Agape. Um, yeah, that's that's my personal choice. Uh, Lucas, do you have any input on that? Um, yeah, I think I probably agree with you um, with whatever the um, familial and brotherly love one, whatever that one was. Mm -hmm. um, I think I agree with that the most. Um, and uh, because I, like you said it already, you know, connection you already have with them. It's really interesting that there isn't one for like general love. Um, just the love of human beings in general, because I think if that were an option. Mm. That would probably be the one that I would go with. Yeah. Um, because in my personal philosophy, I find it really important just to um, give people the benefit of the doubt and to listen to them and to love them, to be there for them, uh, just for all sorts of people, because it's important for people to have that in their lives, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Aiden, do you have um, any input? Yeah, I would, I would agree with, like, the Storgi, uh, like, love with the family. Because, yeah. But then, I would say Philia would be next. If I was, like, in a relationship with someone, I would have Eros next, but I would have Philia. Then, Agap Agapi and Eros as last, because since I am in no relationships. Yeah. Um, seems like we're pretty much being in a relationship. Um, even yeah. being in a relationship, I feel like um, I would still place Philia before Eros. And part of that has to do with, you know, just friendship. There's something about, like, where I was going with this. Um, I think that your, um, your romantic relationship should also be a friendly relationship. It's important if that romantic relationship doesn't work out. It's important to, not always, but... You can still build a friendship with that person, mm -hmm. or you should ha still have a friendship with them and a romantic relationship with them. So I think that I would, even if I were in a relationship, I would still put Philia before Eros. Interesting. I I personally order it based on like the strength. So, in my personal viewpoint, I guess, um, Eros is like mentally or socially stronger. Than philia so it's like that's gonna affect me more i guess which might be counterintuitive but um i certainly agree with and you know understand what you're saying about that um would you say it's fair to move on to the next question yes no yes look i just have a question out of curiosity if you said that you are ordering it out of strength what mm -hmm. happens once if you were to marry your partner and become family i i'm curious where like what happens there does the, do those two relationships merge or do they still stay separate you know i would that is a really interesting question um i think personally they would stay separate because you know romantic love is much different than uh like familial love 
Um, and even if I am to marry, you know, X person, uh, I still feel like there's a separation between the two. And so I would keep those separate, but that's my, I think that's a good point that, you know, you don't love your mother the same way that you love your partner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, the next question is which one is most important morally? Um, personally, I still think Storgi is the highest. And then I would say Agape. And then probably Eros and then Philia. Eros because, you know, the, the biological implication of it. Um, and then Philia, again, I kind of just feel like it's the weakest. Um, although in my importance, my personal importance thing, I put Agape last because uh, I feel like it affects me the least at least day to day. Um, so I put Philia before it, even though it might be weaker, but it's a personal viewpoint. Understood that. Mm. Would you agree with my order? I'm going to have to disagree again. I think that I, mm. mean, I would put Agape first. Mm, okay. Because I think that that is the strongest in the situations where it comes up, you know? Yeah. And and the thing about morals is that sometimes you contradict morals. Yeah. Like selfless, like for selfishness, not selflessness, you know. Mm -hmm. um, to be selfish, you're contradicting what you know is morally correct, which is to you know, give your own life away to protect others. Certainly. I think that morally that might be the first, even though it might also be the least common. And people just, you know disregard that because it's the morals are so high i guess yeah interesting aiden anything well i would actually kind of agree with your idea will like storgi would be first but then i would actually think philia would be second because hmm. like sometimes you would rely on your friends for some things like and you need help on something i don't know and I think Agape would be third. Yeah, I think, yeah. Because in the Bible, Jesus sacrificed himself uh, for us. Yeah. And then Eros would be last. Interesting. Well, it's I, certainly... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, you you go ahead. Um, I was actually doing... a bit more of a conclusive thing but i think it's i i was honestly not expecting so much variation especially with just three people here um but really interesting to see what you guys bring up but it also seems like you know none of us well obviously none of us are wrong this is all personal preference and all that but it's also we seem to be in agreement with each other for the most part which means that you know there's not much to debate here obviously but what were you going to say, Lucas? I just was going to say that I don't even know if I would count agape as a love, you know? What would you characterize would, it as? I'm not entirely sure, but I think that it sort of umbrellas all the, the other three types of love. Mm, okay. Which maybe could just be the definition, like what I'm coming up with in my head from the limited definition I got. Yeah. Know? I'm not trying to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> be mad at your definition but 
the way that I'm viewing it, at least, is that it um, you have family, friendship, and romantic love, and, and selfless love you can apply to any of those three other loves in situations, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe selfless love is the one that I was, like, wondering about earlier, like, the one, you know, that all people. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, now that I'm starting to think about it, I mean, that's certainly, I feel like, again, it might just be the limited definition thing. I feel like it still can be categorized as separate, but certainly what you're saying makes complete sense. I mean, it's it's an umbrella term and it applies really everywhere. But yeah, that's that. Um, should we just move on to the next question? Yeah. All right. Next question is, can it be separated from the Bible? Um, I think this one is pretty obvious, at least from what I think. Uh, obviously, these can be. This this question more applies to law, but, um, you know, love affects everyone at some point in their lives. Uh, and you can't just relate these to the Bible or only believe in these if you also believe in the Bible. So, you know, these are these are factual things that apply in everyone's lives and this is just a way to quantify or categorize it that the bible has written so perhaps you can interpret it differently but this is what the bible has said and it's a great way to categorize it yeah i agree i think you know aiden mentioned the bible once and otherwise we totally like i I had forgotten that these were biblical yeah like yeah i for sure agree on that Aiden? Um, uh, sorry, I was just thinking. Uh, well, I was thinking, like, what do you mean by separating it from the Bible? Like, um, I feel like I had something really specific in mind when I wrote the question, but it's been a while. But um, basically, does this only apply to things within the bible or does it only apply to the lives of those who believe in god and believe in the bible and jesus and all that well kind of kind of depends on like the person like Mm -hmm. if they would actually believe in it then maybe they might but if they don't they might actually believe in the like the four types of loves but then they might not yeah. Like I was saying, you know, it's just a way to categorize it. So maybe someone else uh, thinks of, of different forms of love or would totally have different types or even just um, disregard this and explain love as, as something of its own instead of, you know, different forms or whatever you want to call it. But um, yeah, that's basically my thoughts. Anything else? All right. Um, I think we can go ahead and move on to law. And I think this one, at least to me, might be a little more interesting. Um, But we'll see how it goes. I'm just going to go ahead and explain those. Um, First up is eternal. This one is a little confusing because there's also divine. But basically, eternal law is um, laws that uh, humans can't grasp or that have not been 
uh, shown to us. It's like laws of the universe and, and laws of God or like the future. It's kind of hard to explain, but basically certain things, certain natural laws that just exist because God intended them to and that humans are not yet aware of because either we can't comprehend them or God hasn't revealed them to us. Um, the rest of these are much easier to understand, but uh, divine law is basically eternal law except laws that have been exposed to humans. So a fantastic example of this is the Ten Commandments. Um, you know, these were written by God uh, and then, you know, or dictated, whatever. I'm not a Bible expert, of course, but they're, they're laws, you know, from God that were shown to humanity and that still apply to a many people's lives today. Um, and in fact, you know, a lot of world governments uh, have taken inspiration from, from the 10, from the original 10 commandments to form their justice systems and, and laws and all that. Um, but yeah, you know, like thou shalt not kill murder is one of the worst crimes you commit all that. Uh, the next one is natural law, so this is just nature, basically, um, physics, all that stuff. Things that just occur naturally in the universe. Um, but, you know, that obviously doesn't just apply to nature and biology. It also applies to any hard science. So that's that. Chemistry is part of natural law. Um, hydrogen and two, ox or two oxygen molecules and a hydrogen molecule will always make water. That sort of thing. Uh, human you law. The first time. What? It's two, hi it's two hydrogens and an oxygen. I, I did. Yeah. Oh, my God. I had it the first time. All right. Whatever. Um, uh, the last one is human law, which is basically just government. Um, so, you know, the Constitution has laws in it. It tells you what's illegal and what is legal. Um, that's human laws. So... That's that. Um, we're going to go to the first question. What's most important to you? Personally, uh, I would find human law, then natural law, then divine law. Mm, no. Then eternal law, then divine law. And my reasoning for that, human law just affects me personally the most, um, you know, because we live in, you know, the most advanced society ever and we're in the only world superpower as of right now, which is unusual. Um, so government, politics, and law, you know, evident by the entire podcast that I have, uh, is very important in most people's lives. And so I value that the most. Um, natural law uh, basically just applies to science. And I believe in science, so I find natural law important but it's not something I'm constantly thinking about, you know? Um, and then eternal law, I would say is a little more important just because it's more significant than divine law. And also divine law also applies to, you know, things that are taught in Christianity that I don't personally believe in. Like, um, you know, a lot of Christian people uh, are against homosexuality. I don't believe in that. And so I value that divine law unless it's just misinterpreted whatever that's a different debate i value divine law less than eternal law simply because it's less powerful than eternal law biblically biblically speaking but also eternal law somewhat applies to natural law you know these are the big questions we can't yet explain 
when will the universe end? How will it, how did it begin? Um, what is, I don't know, all those weird questions. But uh, I'll let you guys speak your minds. Um, I think I would agree for the most part. Um, if So I, you know, I go to church every Sunday. I am religious. I'm not crazy religious, though, to the point where I would put, like, eternal law past human law. I definitely think that human law is number one. Um, and I also, w like, there's many things within religion, within even my own religion that I, you know, I um that i disagree with but there are other things that i strongly agree with like i was talking about earlier you know like um you know being kind to others and um mm -hmm. provide and like service and whatnot um so and i think that would be listed in um I either eternal or um what was the other one divine yeah, divine or eternal law. I think that it might have to do more with eternal law because, like, maybe divine. No, I would, I would say divine. Yeah. All right. Eternal law, I would think, has more to do with, at least in my religious experience, the way that we talk about eternity, like, and the like, having an eternal perspective. You know? Um. The. Uh. It's imp we they you know we say that it's important to have an eternal ex perspective so that you understand like where you're going and how the actions that you're doing now will bless you in the future in you know whatever heaven yeah um, if you choose to believe in that um, so I think that I would agree with um, human law first but I it's it's difficult past that point you know mm -hmm. like. <laughs> I agree that sciences are important. Um, that's just the way the world works, you know, and it has yeah. less to do with choices that you're making, and it's just what's happening. I might even I might put it last because it's not like you're making choices to follow um, natural law; mm. it just is happening. I might I would put that last and put eternal. So you know, um, uh, human. Then eternal, then divine, then natural. All right. Interesting perspective on that. I especially find that natural law perspective interesting because, um, you know, I, I obviously agree with it, but I also, my personal values put it higher simply because, you know, I don't believe in God, I guess. Um, so mm -hmm. eternal law you know, might not be something that's true or, you know, can be proven, whatever. And, you know, divine law is something that I don't have to believe in and I choose not to. And so I put it last. But, um, yeah, that's an interesting perspective. Aiden, you have anything? Um, well, well, I would, since as a religious, um, I would think of human law of going first, but then... Human law is kind of like eternal law. Like some of the laws from human are kind of based off of the Ten Commandments, which would be the divine law, which makes me go in a circle. Um, <laughs> so 
uh, e I don't think eternal law would go first. I know, I know human law would be important, but like, also God's always watching us. Like, there's not mm. gonna be an FBI person at your house twenty four seven watching you. So you don't know eternal... that. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would actually have uh human law as second. Uh, mm. And. Divine law, the Ten Commandments, or like the Ten Commandments, which is also eternal. But then there's natural law, which is just like a lion hunting a human. But I think natural law might go third, and divine law last. Uh, yeah. All right. Um. Lucas, did you, just, did you have something to say earlier? Yeah, um, I just was going to say that, um, you know, I, e even though I am, you know, religious, quote-unquote, it, like, even just saying, quote-unquote, make, make clear that I, uh, you know, maybe well, not wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, so I think here, already, I was maybe removing it a bit from the Bible, which I guess we're not supposed to do until later. Um, but, um, I was, um, viewing the laws and less like the blessings that we receive, like, you know, from those laws in, in this, uh, Christian view. And I was more looking at just what the laws a to do, you know, like, um, so maybe I, I, maybe I switched it up. Maybe I should have said divine instead of eternal, uh, e um, eternal because, um, divine is what we know and what we follow. Like, simple laws like don't kill people and be nice to people and uh, don't steal from people. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, I, this is the third time I'm saying it. I just personally really, really find um, you know, being kind to others the most important thing in my book, you know? Yeah. I would switch up my things a little bit, but just wanted to say that already I was removing it a bit from the biblical standpoint and the blessing standpoint and more what I know those laws to be. Mm -hmm. So I might even put eternal last then. Um, mm. Switching it up totally from my... Yeah. Ranking. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, new ranking. Um, human, divine, natural, eternal. Very interesting. Well, um, so we all have different different values for this. Uh, I certainly thought Aiden's point of view was interesting because he put eternal first. Um, and actually, the Bible basically values it, um, values God first. So eternal, divine, natural, and believe it or not, human is last. Basically, the idea is that humans are the weakest out of you know the, you know the, they're weaker than both god and nature um and so human law therefore must be weaker than those two but there's also a difference between importance and morality um speaking of morality the next question is which one's most important morally uh morally let's take this from a biblical standpoint you're going to believe that it's going to be eternal, divine, natural human uh, simply because of their strength. 
Um, and because, you know, that's how the Bible values, values them. And God is obviously more valuable than humans, but, um, personally, not what I believe, but it's what the Bible says morally myself. I would probably keep it in the same order. Um, simply because in average humans, even if they are religious, human law and government is always going to affect you more than God's teachings because human law, you're literally encountering every single day. You have to think about, you know, oh, I can't walk onto this random person's property, you know, because, you know, it's private property. They have a right to it. I also can't spray paint their walls just because I feel like it, you know, different things like that. But, um, I don't know. Do you guys have any input on that? Um, I think I would agree um, that human law is first. The other thing, the human law sort of goes in hand in hand with the divine law. Mm-hmm. Um, with when morals come along, I think. Um, you were definitely right. I think you made a really great point by saying that, like, human law you're encountering every day. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I, like, a religious standpoint, I do not swear because religion says I shouldn't. Mm. It's not like I'm going to get arrested for swearing in public, you know. That might um, that might make human law a step ahead from divine law. But it also, you know, you could argue it the other way that divine law, because it has all the parts of human law plus some, you might want to put divine law ahead of human law, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I, you know, I would definitely have those two in the first two spots, just not quite sure where I'd put them. Interesting. Aiden, you have anything on that? Mm, well, I would agree that human law might go first, but then also divine. Um, yeah, I would agree with like what Lucas, Lucas says. All right. Now we're starting to get into the, uh, what I was originally, you know, kind of sort of predicted the uh, differences would be would be between people who are more religious, people who are less religious. You know, I value eternal and divine law, divine law much less than human and natural simply because, you know, I don't believe in God and I don't um, think about him regularly. Although I do find the Bible a very important, influential incredibly influential and um just an interesting piece of literature but um yeah let's let's just move straight on to the next question can it be separated from the bible this one you know like i said earlier applies more to law because obviously eternal and divine refer directly to god so those can't really be separated from the bible because you know if if you imagine christianity doesn't exist then eternal and divine law then don't exist. But then again, like we said, human and divine law go hand in hand. A lot of human law has come from the Ten Commandments and other, you know, divine laws and whatnot. Also, natural law affects humans a lot. But the things that can be separate from the Bible, you know, say Christianity were to completely disappear, are natural and human, obviously. But um, eternal and divine... I feel like eternal can be separated, but eternal also kind of goes hand in hand with natural because, you know, the questions like, how did the universe start? Assuming God doesn't exist, 
that ghost directly into natural law because it's you know, it's physics, it's hard science. Um, but and then divine, you know, again goes hand in hand with with human government. Um, and so, if you separate the Ten Commandments from the Bible, you still have moral moral laws and and choices that many people follow. Um, not just because they're from the Bible, but also because uh, governments have applied them. But um, Lucas, anything to say about that? I think that there's a very similar situation here as there was, um, you know, the agape and love. Mm-hmm. All, all of these, like, borders between the four laws are very, very thin. Yeah. I think that divine law can be put human law and also in the natural law. Mm. So it's not in a human's nature to kill another human because, you know, we're the same species, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, like you said, eternal law really, like, goes in hand with natural law as well. I think that um, some parts of it, for sure, can be removed, but other parts can't be, like... Because the, the way that we got these ideas is from Christianity. And if there was a world where Christianity, Christianity never existed um, all the way up to this point, we still developed this far, where, like, where would our thoughts, where would we come up with ideas, you know, and what would those ideas be? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that um, all of the parts necessarily of eternal and divine law would be there. Not even all the parts of human law you know because divine law would be different the thing is that these four laws are so ingrained in our history they are so intermingled um, it's difficult to tell yeah yeah i mean certainly especially you know with i described the thin borders um and it even also applies with love but um you know these are all drawn from one term that you know Basically, these are these are all different interpretations of the word law, instead of four different types. But you can agree with both of those and have them, you know, both both of those theories can exist at the same time without debunking the other. Um, you know, you ask a very very religious person what law is, and they might say, you know, what God has told us is right and wrong. Whereas you ask a politician what law is, and they'll point you to the Constitution. Or, you know, the justice system and all that. But, um, yeah. Uh, any other last notes? It sounds like Aiden is a little preoccupied right now. But um, we're currently at 35 minutes, which is a pretty good runtime. I didn't expect this episode to be too long. But anything other, any other points to be made, Lucas? I think you just made a really interesting point at the end there. Um, how... You know, law has many definitions. There's like, mm-hmm. human law that we create, and that is the law that you, the like, government law, and then there's also law, as like the world's law and the way that things work. Yeah. Um, I think that again, the thin borders, how many of these things fit into both of those definitions of law, and kind of swirl around. It's like a big mix. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that's basically everything we need to go through. Aiden, are you here? Doesn't sound like it. Okay. Um, 
Aiden is definitely preoccupied right now, so I think I'm probably just going to close it up right now because he could be gone for the rest of time. We don't know. Um, but uh, thanks, Lucas, for coming on, um, you know, despite there only being three of us. Uh, again, like I said at the beginning of the episode, um, I am getting the podcast started again. I am starting to get it uh, up and running, and I'm doing my best to have everything prepared and um, I'm running back to what I'm calling the glory days of the podcast uh, in its six-month lifespan when, um, you know, I had a new episode every week and I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I think the issue now is I'm starting to reach a topic burnout, but, um, you know, I realized there's still plenty of things to talk about. There's lots of political issues. I can always refer back to um, my notes on the uh, bipartisan episodes because every single question is a different political issue for the most part. Um, but yeah, there should be plenty of new episodes. I'm, it might even be easier for me to do it in the school year because I don't have, you know, people to hang out with and all that. Um, you know, even with homework, it might be easier for me to do it during school year because then I can, it's easier for me to allocate time to actually do, uh, you know, basically what is office work for, for the podcast and all that. So, um, yeah, expect new episodes soon. Uh, this is a great discussion. It was short, but uh, I think it's a good way to get back into it slowly. Um, but I have a lot of stuff coming up. Um, next week, we'll be recording an episode on technology and how it affects our lives and all that. I expect somewhat of a turnout for that one. Um, and I hope it'll be really interesting for the viewers, especially because a lot of you guys are listening on you know, your phones, your laptops, whatever. You're all listening to this on technology because I, I upload it to the internet. Um, but yeah, uh, I've lost a lot of stuff planned and there should be more coming, uh, after the mini series, which is basically going to finish off the summer, summer swing, whatever you want to call it. But, um, thanks for listening. I'm going to end it here. I will see you next week. Later.